You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 43 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. What's up? Monday morning. Let's go. Kyle, Nate, Ben in the house. What's up, fellas? Lock and load. Yeah, man. Cool. Ready. I'm just happy to be here, gang. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> this is let's kick off another week. We're gonna talk about golf all week long. Yeah, let's we had go a big ahead. Week last week. Yes, we did. Let's go ahead. Banger week. And get it was a banger week. We're gonna have a double banger this week. Let's go. So this weekend obviously was the 20th anniversary of the September 11th September 11th terrorist attacks. And there's actually a really cool golf-related article that came out um, mm-hmm. over the weekend, actually on September 11th, about a tournament being played in Pennsylvania, uh, literally 43 miles, I believe, um, mm-hmm. from where Flight 93 actually crashed. That's the one where the the people on board took back the flight. And, it's the um, famous Todd Beamer flight, the Let's Roll Todd flight. flight. Let's yeah. Roll flight where – Save no 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 telling how many lives they actually saved. But Nate found a really cool article, and uh, he wanted to kind of dive into it for a sec. So hit it, Nate. And and Ben's probably going to give some good insight to this uh, after I after I finish because he watched that golf tournament. Um, yeah, he let us know that live. But anyway, um, it was a, a two thousand one. What uh, happens when you're the old guy on the show? You, yeah. you, you have some experiences that y'all didn't experience. <laughs> We want to do this because anytime you have a platform to to talk about um, things and you can you can honor people honor people's memories Absolutely. that's that is the purpose of mm-hmm. of of this uh, is to honor the the memories of those who lost their lives and those who uh, sacrificed a lot to save lives. So anyway, the two thousand one uh, Marconi Pennsylvania Classic Pennsylvania Classic only happened for seven years. Um, no big names won it. It went through a bunch of sponsors. Um, it was the Laurel Valley Country Club in Ligonier. Um, I'm sure I'm butchering that in Pennsylvania. But like, like Kyle said, 43 miles away from uh, Shanksville. Article mentions that the members of the club uh, saw United Flight 93 fly over the country club. Mm-hmm. Literally watched it come over. There's probably about 3,000 feet um, above ground wow. at that point. Um, Arnold Palmer was the founder of the club, and he was the, uh, the tournament's host. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – uh, 9-11 happened on a Tuesday. There was a WGC event and an opposite field event scheduled to start Thursday. Uh, both of those were canceled. Uh, the Ryder Cup was supposed to happen a couple weeks later, got postponed. The Ryder Cup was in England, so for security travel, security purposes, it got postponed in 2002. So this is the first tournament that they play after uh, 9-11. It's 40, 43 miles away from from the uh, the crash site. Um, there's just a couple, a couple little things. Uh, Fred Funk's wife was painting – American flags on anybody's bag who would, who would ask, and all the flag sticks were um, were U.S. flags. The and, the Fred uh, Funk wife story that's a new one. That's something that I, I don't think that got released like that week or got told. Or there's some cool pictures of it. When I article. when I saw yeah. the article, I was kind of like, "Well, that's neat. Why hadn't this been a bigger story than what it was?" Because I don't remember that being brought up at all. For yeah. Sure. So that was that was very cool. Uh, Robert Allenby, who you've got to be a, a pretty hardcore golf guy to uh to know and remember him um he ended up winning beating larry mize and rocco immediate uh, mm-hmm. i didn't know this ben just told us this before the show started rocco was from pennsylvania is from pennsylvania mm-hmm. and he was obviously the crowd favorite uh to win um in that context but yeah there were people uh 
after the after the tournament like like your social media wasn't then what it is now and so there were people like pulling against Alibi, like wanting him to throw the tournament so Rocco could win it because we were, by the time this played, the country was just kind of in that healing mode. Like, you know, you had the uh, uh, Braves and Yankees whenever they played. And uh, I think they were one of the first games back in, in baseball. And you had the Patriots when they came out, the first football game back and uh, the, the famous, you know, running out with the American flag. You got Sammy Sosa that rounded the bases in baseball with a little tiny American flag after he had a, home run he had the first base coach with a, an american flag in his back pocket that he he grabbed and, and rounded the bases with and right. so all these feel-good moments and um they kind of wanted they wanted rocco to be the they wanted yeah. that feel-good moment in golf and and uh didn't get um i do remember that it just would have been one of those things i mean i think he won by three or four or five strokes or something like that so yeah, he won by yeah three three or four strokes yeah he was kind of in the zone so it would have been pretty evident that he was throwing the tournament throwing it, yeah yeah <laughs> But uh, Ben, and that was—I mean, there's there's not a whole lot more to that uh, to that article. And, and and Ben just touched on this. I just had a note to, you know, uh, sports and golf specifically. Um, they do heal us. They they give us a sense of uh, normalcy. Uh, even now, uh, during this crazy time that we live in with with pandemic, uh, when we got crowds back at PGA Tour tournaments, that was a mm-hmm. huge deal. You know, there was a time we, I mean, we didn't, the masters got canceled. The players uh, got canceled back during, during quarantine. Ryder Cup got moved. Ryder Cup got moved. Uh, the Olympics got moved. So, um, you know, they, uh, sports, golf gives them to cheer about, something to cheer about, something. Some escape. Uh, yeah. A provi- a provides mm-hmm. a positive outlook is what I have written on my piece of paper. So anyway, I uh, thought that was a cool, a cool uh, article to, to uh, to share with you guys before we get into wow, the, it's the wild to me so. that the first event back playing golf was 43 miles from the crash crash yeah. side of flight 93 wow that oh. is that is like kind of gives you chills only so happened like for seven years and it was only, only a seven year tournament. it was a very short length tournament it didn't last very long and mm-hmm. it just so happened that that was the one the first one back it kind of gives you chills um yeah and like nate said sports Sports bring us together, and that's why we're doing this podcast because I feel like, you know, we we, we touch several different age groups. Uh, we're relatable, and, you know, we want to kind of bring everybody together through the game of golf as mm-hmm. as well. So um, awesome find there, Nate, um, and uh, definitely thinking about those. We were thinking about them all weekend. We need to always be thinking about those that lost their lives and sacrificed so much uh, during that during that time and all the – subsequent years after um so kind of moving on and pivoting a little bit uh there was some big news over the weekend actually i believe yesterday or it would have been saturday um that the european team for the Ryder cup is now finalized it's now official it's Locked. locked loaded ready to go um we're gonna dive into it really quick and kind of Pick apart some their, you know, pick apart their team and talk about how we feel about it and this, that, and the other. So, uh, like Nate explained on the last episode, uh, they have a little bit of a different qualification system. Um, Nate, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the first one is kind of the race to Dubai leaders, the top four. That's which right. Is basically, their FedEx Cup. Uh, That's right. And then, then it goes from there to world uh, official world golf rankings. Right. It's the next five. So they have nine auto qualifying bids, uh, auto qualifiers, and they only have three captain's picks. And they finalized the captain's picks. They announced those 
I believe, yeah, Saturday. So uh, I think it was today. I think I don't Sunday. think their list gets locked until the BMW is tournament over. that finished today is over. Yeah, and then they just go we're recording this right on Sunday, the, right? So yeah, it, they were announced today. So uh, running through the team really quick. So your auto qualifiers, you have Paul Casey, uh, who's stud. He's, he's yeah, he's playing well playing this really year. Really well. Matt yeah. Fitzpatrick, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, beautiful as hair in golf. Um, Terrell Hatton, the human soundbite. Uh, yes, can't wait. Victor Hovland, the we're just going to call him Buzzsaw from now on. Um, <laughs> Rory McIlroy, he needs no introduction. John Rahm also needs no introduction. Lee Westwood, who has ha- gained a second win as far as his golf career goes, and he's played masterful golf this season. Uh, and burned Wiesberger was yep. the last auto qualifier. And then you knew, you knew who at least two of the captain's picks were going to be, you knew right. who they were going to be. And they were, uh, Sergio, of course, yes, Ian Poulter, and then Shane Lowry, the guy that <laughs> held champion golfer of the year for two years on the title yep. for two yep. years. So, uh, what's your, does initial- anybody else get Mark Leishman and Shane Lowry? Just same guy. Like- yeah, they're actually right the next to each other in the world rankings, by the way. I was doing yeah. some research. They're the same guy to me, although they come from, like, thousands of miles apart. Yes. Like, they, 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 I'll always get them confused. I always get Shane Lowry and Leishman confused. Opposite ends of the world, literally. <laughs> Lowry's yeah. a big, he's a big dad by guy. Lowry is one of us. He is one of us. Yeah, there I is. I love the no way doubt. he talks. I love yes. the way he talks, so. I'm a big Shane Lowry guy. Don't know. If, don't know if y'all know that. But uh, what's y'all's initial takeaways? Um, how you feeling about it? Um, anything surprising from the captain's pit? I mean, is, yeah. Well, the surprising thing to me that that I initially got not necessarily captain, but the qualifiers. You got to play in X amount of tournaments, and they're raced to Dubai, right? I didn't know Hovland was playing in these tournaments, and here he is an auto qualifier. So I was kind of like, that's kind of weird. I mean, Did he qualified through the race of divide, or he qualified through the world rankings. It, could it have may have been through the world rankings. It yeah. had to, because I know like Rory, he doesn't play like any European tour events anymore. The only time he does is when he goes and plays like the Scottish Open leading up to uh, the Open Championship. And that's just so he can kind of get over there and get his feet wet and kind of get adjusted back to time and all that. Ever since he's moved here, he said, I'm. I'm a PGA tour player. I'm not a European tour player anymore. Yep, Florida uh, resident. Cause he caught flack for it. Cause there were a lot of people that were upset that he did that from over there, but it's like, I'm sorry. He's kind of going where the money is. Uh, another thing that stuck out to me, and this is because this got retweeted by Matt Fitzpatrick. So there's a guy that's it's Tron Carter. I'm going to, I don't know who this is. Uh, it's Tron at Tron Carter NLU. I'll go on record as saying that, um, Beesberger is going to have a good Ryder Cup. I'm glad he made it. As much as I like Fitzpatrick, he would have been a terrible fit for this course. Much more complete player now, but he got blown out to sea back in 16. And Fitz, Fitzpatrick quote tweeted it and said, tweeted it and said, well, this is awkward. Because he made the team still. So <laughs> he he's, he's an automatic qualifier. <laughs> and yeah. give that, that guy six tr- years ago. Tron, that guy Tron, on, that guy Tron Carter, at least he owned it because he replied back to him on the when he said, Well, this is awkward. He said, Yep, big miss. Go get him, big fella. Like <laughs> just all of a sudden a Fitzpatrick fan, just instantly. Yeah, all of a sudden he's a, yeah, he he jumped on board. But I saw that today and I was like, I have got to drop that with the guys when we're talking about that uh, a little bit later. The other uh, that I wanted to bring up, I told you I was going to throw on you guys. It wouldn't be a Ryder Cup without Lee Westwood sticking his feet in his mouth again. 
Yep. And he did I didn't it. like them things you saying about me. Who's going to get him? Who's going to be waiting this, on him? He did this back at the um, Solheim Cup, but it just got responded to this past week by Jessica Quarter. Uh, Corda. So he said that some people will be able to look in the mirror this morning and some people won't. Corda thought that he was talking about her sister because of that um, thing, that putt that took place. People have defended him and said he wasn't. Said he was talking about the official that stopped it. Um, However, he still hasn't, both of them are blue check marks. He hasn't responded to Jessica Corda. So I think that he was talking about. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think what, was, he's, so. what he's saying, like, of course, the official can sleep because he literally applied the rule regardless. Uh, he applied the yeah, rule good. regardless. Like, what he's saying is uh, you could have easily conceded the next hole if you didn't agree with the ruling. Yeah, he's right. definitely definitely throwing shade. He's getting warmed up. He's just getting warmed up. He and, is. and But when I saw that, I thought, man, when it comes to international play, this guy cannot stay away from just nope. – sticking that big glorious foot of his in his mouth and chewing on shoe soles, man. And so this time he picked on the ladies before the Ryder cup. So I'm kind of wondering <laughs> if uh, somebody will say that's something. just a tune up. That's just, yeah, that up. is. That's the thing. He was, he was getting geared his, up. That's right. Warmed up a little bit. So. Hey, wait till he starts signing flags. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be on it's and dry erase boards that are moving there around the clubhouse. That's apparently that was an issue. 11 is uh, his 11th Ryder Cup. 11. He's 48 years old. He's, I think he's either the oldest or second oldest person to ever play in a Ryder Cup. That's, that's I hope crazy. he gets it handed to him every single match. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Fine with that. He's <laughs> oh, like, he's like totally European fine. Patrick Reed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's actually he's probably a super nice guy. He's even he's even like responded to us on Twitter a few times, but for some reason, man, oh, it just gets under my skin. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, and now that, and that Boo's given us his side of the story, I, I really, he's, oh, yeah. Answer. He's now a I know just, just, now just I know. like Faldo. He and Faldo are in the same boat together, in my opinion. <laughs> exactly. Pansy. Pansy boat, Pansy. USA. <laughs> exactly. Nate, you got any takes? Yeah, I uh I mean, a lot of these guys we know. We know Hovland, we know Rom, we know Ke- I mean, we know pretty much all these guys. Uh, uh Weisberger is really the only one that I don't I don't know much about. But I just did a few uh Kyle-esque stat, you know, got in the basement. <laughs> Let's did some, go. Did some stuff. So John Rahm's number one player in the world, and then number two through eleven are all U.S. Ryder Cup participants, except for Ustazen at number eight, and he is not eligible for the Ryder Cup. Right. So I mean, on paper, holy cow! They don't. They've got, yeah, they've got John Rahm at number one. They don't have another player till Hovland at thirteen, and in between that is America's team. So uh, on paper, that is that is uh, pretty significant. They have a guy outside the top fifty on the team. Uh, Weisberger is sixty first, which he qualified through the qualified through Dubai, I believe, the Dubai points. Um, so that's an interesting note. And the average age of the European team is thirty four point five. I added them all up. Thanks to my thanks Ancient. to Cat, help me uh, do a little math there. Oh, so. you, you put it to work. You got a stat person. They got That's some awesome. old. They got Lee Westwood's awesome. forty-eight. Paul Casey's forty-four. Kyle's uh, doing his own research, and you're you're farming it out, man. What it. is that all about? Hey, that's called Garcia's that's called forty-one. Poulter's forty-five. I mean, they've got multiple guys over the age of forty taking on our young guns, our legends, uh, dude. Bring it on! And see, the thing is, is they used to be able to make that statement, but. The Europeans care more. The Europeans are closer. I think that that is like I just mentioned the whole Rory situation about him moving to the U.S. and living here. They're not doing that palling around on the European tour anymore like they used to do. They're living their individual lives. 
Poulter's down in Florida too, collecting all of his Ferraris that he collects and trying to drive them for like a couple of months and then resell them. You got Rory who's recently married and having a kid. He's doing his thing. They're not that, you know, you always heard the stories during every ride. These guys, they all ride the bus one another to go to the next tour event because everything's so close and they're, they're buddy, buddy and they're rooming together and they're sleeping in cars together and all this that ain't happening anymore. That whole cohesiveness and that whole team bonding thing. They're a bunch of individuals just like the Americans are that are now being stuck together in a room in order to try to win for the common good. And the thing is, is like you just said on paper, it doesn't bode well for them. No. And that, but that's every make a, year. Well, that's, that's, yeah, like, no. that's every year. But what, for, like you said, for whatever reason, man, they just get it done. And yeah, uh, I know, yeah, Kyle, I, you're about to, to to do your take, so I'll, I'm real quick. It's it's so strange to me. It's full of stats. The, the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup, it's the U.S. versus an entire continent. I mean, uh, Rory's from uh, Ireland. Lowry's mm-hmm. from Ireland. Uh, Casey's from England, I believe. Fleetwood's mm-hmm. from England. These guys aren't countrymen. Like a couple of them are in different sections. We're all Americans, and then we play either the rest of the world outside of Europe and Presidents Cup. We play all of Europe. Like, what's their chant? Like, what's their shit? You know, know. Ole, 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 ole. Hey, we're all soccer fans. That's what brings us together for the Ryder Cup. Exactly. So anyway, as always, this is a very American thing to do. You know, for sure, for sure. So, I, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot other than uh, no Justin Rose. Yeah. Wow. Yikes. Picked uh, Shane Lowry over Justin Rose. Uh, Justin's been a staple for quite a while in the Ryder Cup. Um, This will be Shane Lowry's first Ryder Cup. So uh, that was kind of controversial. Uh, Rosie typically plays pretty well. Uh, He's not had the greatest year. He, um, I think he He had two, he had two equipment switches too. You can, yeah, it always plays that wreaks havoc on a player's game. But, he, you know, he finished top 10 in the Masters and the PGA. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the Masters in the fall or in the spring. And then the PGA at Kiowa, uh, I mean, that's kind of shocking. I, I kind of I – could. that was kind of hard to believe uh, that, that – That – I mean, that's that – Justin Rose got I didn't even think off. about that. I mean, the fact that the fact that you said that, I, I guess he was kind of the forgotten soul on the team because I, I get – we talked about how you got to pick Poulter, just like we said that the Americans really had to pick Reed and didn't. It looks like the Europeans decided to go with their staple of having him in the room. Um, this, this has got to be Poults' last Ryder Cup. I mean, yeah, at be. what point are you just carrying him because of yeah. his? Yeah, I mean, but then he, again, would you say that about Westwood last time? Maybe. You what know, if he goes out and, and throws hands again? I mean, what if he goes out and he just lays the smoke again? Like, what? What do you? What do you do? I mean, I mean, he's, he's a great only team. two years he's, away. It's he's not gonna, like it's true. He's gonna. He's gonna play decent he, he has not been playing well but he's gonna he's gonna put lights out he always does in the Ryder Cup so and then he's probably going to get stuck being paired with one of the quote Americans that's not playing very well right now so he probably will win his individual match um whenever he goes up against you know somebody that's not he's five and oh in singles I know that's what I'm saying five oh and one zero losses Never lost in singles. Yeah. They make I mean, him until he's, he's fifty-five. That's why, that's why they're taking him because he's a guaranteed cow. point on singles. I mean, he's maybe a, a player captain one day. You're, you're up one nothing with Poults on the team in singles play. In you're theory, already up one yeah. nothing. Yeah. So, like, I mean, even if he loses this year, does that mean you don't take him in two years from now? Like, I mean, it's it's not like it's 
I'm just saying he's he's on social media and he's talked about how just poorly he's played all year long. Again, I think he had they had to pick him this year. We said that earlier in one of the we were like you gotta you gotta pick Sergio and you gotta pick Poulter and he did and they did. Um, You know who would have guaranteed to take him down was Kevin Na. For sure, would have handed him his no first doubt. loss. No one hundred percent would have. Nah totally versus Poulter, hundred times in a row. Nah wins a hundred times. You know who won't beat him after Daniel Berger? <laughs> no, <laughs> and that's four hundred thirty seventh in the world in strokes gained. And that's on what the I'm saying. That's who they're going to pair him with in singles <laughs> play, and he's going to end up being six and zero oh because oh, Berger, Scotty Scheffler. Well, hey, no, I I didn't know this until last week. So the home team gets to see the visiting team's pairings first. So Mm -hmm. they get to see, and then they get to pair that. So we get to see their lineup, and then we get to give the, you know, we get to match up based off of what we think. I did not know that. I thought it was all a blind draw. So hopefully we can find somewhere to place. is that for all of it? Is that for alternate shot? Is that for team play or a four ball play? Is that for I mean, all of them? Singles, I, guess like, singles I know play it's too? for, I definitely know it's for singles. Okay. I would imagine that would be kind of weird to say you only have the advantage for one round of it, but maybe it is mm-hmm. only, only singles. Um, so uh, I got to, qu- <laughs> I, I want to see what y'all think about who do you think, you know, not named John, Ra- John Rom, who do you think will be the leading point scorer? On this team, like who who's your who's your guy on this team that you think is going to be the most dangerous? I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say Poulter's going to win his singles match, but I, I, I don't I don't think he's going to be the uh, the guy. I you think, think he's Mac- going to be the points the points I getter. Think, I think McElroy will miss his buddy uh, Patrick Reed. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. FaceTime. Um, but I think outside <laughs> of the number one player in the world, second in player of the year voting. Um, Rory McElroy <laughs> will 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 be the anchor, the front I was, runner. I was going to go either Casey or McElroy. Casey's just playing yeah. well right now, so I think he can. You know, if he's going to do like he's been doing and put it in the fairway and put it on the green, if he gets a hot putter, he he could walk away with a few points in this whole thing. He could be the point getter for Team Europe. But uh, Rory just he's kind of like he'll be the Ian Poulter in the Sergio when he gets to be in his. 40s and early 50s where they're going to want him just because he means so much to the European team. So he seems to step it up during this. So uh, Nate's probably right, but I, if if without copying Nate, I, I'll say Casey. I am terrified of Victor Hovland. I don't know why. I think it's because he gets think, nervous though. He admits he gets nervous. I think it's because he he has he he has a nervousness about him, but he also has this like carefree carefree attitude where it's like yeah. the moment should be bigger but i'm just kind of like goofing around and like he, you know what he reminds me of he reminds me of you, you see like those little league games and you got like the dude in right field who's not paying attention uh it's like he he reminds me of that kid who's like playing with dandelions but it, he's really good at golf <laughs> he's like, just gonna jump up and catch one if it comes out yes yes just, yes yes or, like, or, when he, or when he gets to the plate he's like five for five with three home runs in little league world series like yeah but like he just doesn't even look like he cares yeah. those kind of guys uh hit scare dingers me. hits dinger yeah those kind of guys scare me um he's also Dang. you know this being his first time uh this being his first Ryder cup you know, those guys don't really, you know, they may be nervous, but when you have that, that 
carefreeness that he has, I think it will help him because he's playing really good golf. Um, like you said, he's 13th. Was he 13th in the world or 13th in the FedEx Cup? What would you say, Nate, he was? Uh, 13th in the world, world rankings, yeah. He's 13th, their second second yeah. best guy on, on He's their second yeah. highest ranked guy on on the squad, and uh, I just think I'm just worried about him. I'm, I'm, I'm worried that he could be the guy that you don't account for that comes out and scores, yeah. you know, earns, you know, five or six points, uh, not five or six, you know, earns three or four points. That'd be, mm-hmm. that'd be impressive. And yeah. That would be impressive. Earns, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like he's the guy that sweeps his matches. Yeah. Like you care, you, you kind of account for guys like John Rahm and, and Rory to get theirs, but he may be a guy that comes and maybe outperforms them and you're not expecting it. So, uh, well, he's the type of guy that's going to, he's, he's going to chip in or he's going to, he's going to fly one in for Eagle from, a 150 out or something of that nature because he did that just a few tournaments ago where he could have been completely out of a hole and he ended up it was a par five and he you know he went in the trash twice but he played it from the trash instead of taking a penalty stroke and he still parred the hole before it was all said and done with because he ended up chipping in or no ran in like a 30 footer uh to save par so he's right. he's that guy that can do that and I guess that's going to be the scary part of his game is he's just young enough that stuff like that doesn't bother me. Oh, it's a 30 footer. Yeah. It's yeah. easy. Right to left. I can make that. I got that. I've got, uh, I've got three mashup scenarios that I want you guys to give me an opinion on singles on Sunday. Okay. All right. So, um, first one is, uh, Hatton versus Bryson. You've got the human microphone <laughs> versus the, versus yeah, the guy Bryson. who is the, the entire needle of, of golf golf yeah golf world did y'all see that have y'all seen that instagram what if Hat- what if hatton starts walking ahead of bryson during a shot like what's he gonna say to bryson bryson hey hey tyrell <laughs> hang on a second please hey ty hold hey. on buddy. i wonder how many of hey, them do th- that do get paired playing against him i wonder how many of them do do stuff get on a little start oh yeah bit. no doubt Why i mean that be. little that little that little game behind the game at that tapping you know, your yeah, Stricker in the. I mean, it'd be hard not to if you're out there. Yeah, like you, you know, not tapping your watch, but if, if you know you you can pull the whole caddy shit, today, please today. Like you know, just yeah. just calmly say a few things to kind of get under his skin. And what if the story comes out unflappable? Bryce is going to be unflappable and dominate this course with his length. Yeah, what if a story right. comes out that like whoever's playing Bryson on Sunday like goes to Brooksy and be like, hey, what you know, give me some advice. What should I do? <laughs> what should I do? All right. The next one is um is uh Ron versus Cantley. Just right back at it, right back in the ring. Who do you like? Last match on Sunday. I like Cantley. Man. He's unflappable. I like him. I like My him. Man. Yeah, my man, and it's gotta me, it's gotta be in Rom's gourd too, man. He's like, what have I got to do to beat this guy? Yeah, I don't think that's a good thing. You know, they talk about how hard it is to beat people twice, <laughs> like in the SEC when you got to play somebody in the regular season, you got to play. Which has been in the proven is completely BS. That's like yes. it's like a saying people say. It's a good saying. Yeah. It's it's good <laughs> it's, content. Yeah. No, so I, this is my thing. I, length is the only my only worry there because Rom can. He can get there on this course. He can get this course. Cantley's not just like the shortest guy in the room, but uh, but you know when you can when you're in match play formats and you know I know he kind of just lived it with with Bryson. Uh, this is just a different. This is just a different animal. This course is just a different animal. So 
uh, that wor- that matchup worries me um, a little bit. I kind of rather see somebody a little bit, a little bit more firepower, like maybe, I don't know, maybe like a, you know, Brooks or somebody like that, that's got a little bit more firepower go up against mm-hmm. Rom. That, that matchup would kind of scare me. And then my, uh, my last one was just like, I mean, I just kind of tried to pick the two biggest veterans, which I guess would be Westwood. And I mean, there's not really a big veteran on the U S team. I mean, DJ has he maybe had the most Ryder Cup appearances on the American team? Uh, he would be up there. I would, yeah, I guess. I, would, I don't. Looking at the list, yeah, it's probably it's got to be him. Justin Tom. I mean, he's, all these guys are young. Justin yeah, Xander, it's Bryson. Definitely not. It's, I, I would say DJ's got to be up there as far. But anyway, I was just trying to the, the two, the two veterans, the two guys who have been there before, which none of the U.S. players have eleven anywhere close to eleven appearances. That's ridiculous, no. ludicrous. Do you think that gives you an advantage? Do you think 11 Ryder Cups really gives you an advantage, or does it just make you old? I think it just makes you old now. Uh, oh. Because it, there's so much match play. Like, there's so so many WGC events now where these guys are all playing head-to-head against one another. I don't I – mean, There's not that many. You know, before – One or two a year. Yeah, but still, it's more than it's more than what it used four. to be. Like, Yeah, I think it's four. I think it's four per year. So, <laughs> and, and then you got the match play championship that they're used to, and they got their – down there, their clubs, their whole going head to head against one another. I mean, I know that's a whole different scale, but that those competitive juices are still flowing. You're um, talking about the two and two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's so, what you're talking about. It's just, it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't. I'm, I'm like, I, what Kyle just said, I, I think it just makes you, if you got, oh, I've been here 11 times. Congratulations. Do you and think you know that, your way around the clubhouse? We'll follow you. Do you think that six rookies? versus their three is an advantage or a disadvantage we have six guys playing our first their first Ryder cup they only have three is that does that worry you at all or is that sort of the same Uh, same thing i think my my question to that would be i wonder if our rookies have played this course more than their rookies with them being um european tour rookies Oh, I didn't do that research, Ben. I don't know. Say, <laughs> what's their strokes gained average at Whistling yeah. Straits? Can we get all rookies reporting with strokes gained average for Whistling Straits? I in need Wisconsin? to know dry, strokes gained off the tee and putting from yes. Whistling Straits. So, strokes gained on the chipping green in the third hole from the left. <laughs> exactly. The only person I know for sure that's even played this course is Dustin Johnson because he grounded his club. He did. Yeah, he knows that course. That's the only. I tell you what, I I bet he knows where that bunker is. What if Westwood just like does snow angels in it and like says, "What's up, DJ?" Have they changed that rule yet? There, they changed it everywhere. I have no idea, Ben. I think it's it's whatever's posted in the locker room. It's a local locker room. We should have gone over that. It was was on the sheet of paper. Remember that was what they told him. He didn't read the sheet of paper. We were like, DJ doesn't read. What are you talking about? That's not good. He can. We're not saying DJ can't read. Let's go ahead and get he's, that out there. He's the just not going to – if you, if you, if you hand him a sheet of paper, he's going to turn around and hand that to his agent or his caddy and be like, what does that say? Hey, like tell he's me what not, I need to do. Yeah. Uh, I need to go over here. What do I need to do? Brooksy, you want to go do some reps? <laughs> Paul I, mean, you, I mean, you know where he was when he grounded his club so, and got told that. You really know good impersonation. His, you know yeah. he looked at his, his brother at his, at his brother that's a caddy. He's like, we're worried on that one, man. That's that's a pretty good one too. <laughs> yeah, you guys are killing that. I wonder if Fairy was in, Fairy was in there. He's like, looks more like a manger in here than a bunker. What a time! That was what not a, a very good. I couldn't miss out on the impersonations, but I failed. <laughs> you, you jumped in. You tried to be. Jump you didn't want to be right into David. You jumped, you jumped in the cool room and you did not fit in well. You did not want to be 
Not included. It happened all my life. I was homeschooled. It's just it's part of who I am. Hey, bad news, guys. Yes, sir. Guido Migliozzi. He's going to have to wait yeah. until next year. That's oh, tough. man. Yeah, I know. I don't get it because I, I guess this uh, the rankings, the Ryder Cup ranking site, I guess that their ranking system is ba- – the the way it shoots out the rankings is the way that the, um, the Americans do – uh, we do mm-hmm. ours, but yep. their format, the way they pick is different because like Hovland is 12th, Westwood is 17th on their list. Um, it's crazy. It's like anybody want to guess where Guido is on the world golf rankings? Oh, he's got to be like, he's got to be top 30 with a name like that. I can't. Nope. Where is he? I was kind of hoping 71. You oh, 71. so close. So close. <laughs> he's knocking on the door. He is. He's poison ready. That's only 10 spots off of their worst guy, though. Weisberger's 61. Is that one of those where he sends a a text to the captains? He's like, I'm I'm here if you need me, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sitting on on go. I got the bags packed. I am ready. Guido got robbed. Yes, he did. You you get what you get (laughs) for taking taking him out of it. So do we want to take – do we want to wait or do we want to do any early predictions? Maybe not. Who no, wins or who loses, but or who like is there any sort of anything that you predict's gonna happen that you know may not necessarily result in a win, or is there anything out there that you kind of feel like is gonna happen that will be that we could talk about now before we actually predict winners and losers? Burger and uh Scheffler will embarrass themselves and they will embarrass their captain and Nate and will be correct. And Kevin Na and uh, Patrick will be laughing the whole time. I'm using this as reverse psychology because this is going to be a very unpopular opinion. I think Colin craps the bed and doesn't play very well at Morikawa. Oh wow! Yep. He's our. I think he's number one on the yep. rankings, and, and he's going to be paired with all their number one. And I think he's just not going to do well at all. I think mm. he's going to be one of those rookies that you were talking about that. Does the moment get a little too big? I think it could. I mean, we're talking about a guy that's never played in front of crowds until this year. He Ever. won a major in front of crowds this year. Just I mean, this I year. Just, I know. I know. But I'm just saying. Just won the Ryder Cup crowd. For sure. A whole different ball game. Here's that's my very loyal. Go ahead. Sorry. Here's my prediction. <laughs> it's going to be a blowout one way or the other. I don't know which way. I'm not going to say which way. But I think it, I think it could be a blowout. Either way, I don't think Not it's gonna close. be close. I don't think it's gonna be close. I don't think it's gonna be like at least three, possibly four points differential. My my mother would argue with that. On argue with she's she's one of those people. She's a conspiracy theorist. She thinks all NBA finals, all World Series, all Ryder Cups, they all are rigged and they're all getting together and they throw it so they make for good television. So it comes down to the end on the last day. <laughs> like she's a huge proponent. She's like, I just know they get together and that's what they do. They, they let's get her on here. Let's get her on here and talk about that. <laughs> make her make a pat. Let her let's <laughs> get her on the guest list. Yeah, exactly. Reach out be, to be her. her first let, her, let her let her defend herself. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It does make every time she says it though. Every time she's ever brought that up, it would go like to a game seven or it'd come down to, you know, Sunday making a final putt or something. And I'm like, well, maybe she's got a point. Maybe they said your mother, your mother-in-law. No, it's my mother, not my mother-in-law. If you're, if your mother's listening, she should go to uh, (laughs) swannies.co and order you a new shirt. So you don't have to wear that one anymore. (laughs) 
Every you don't like time. my shirt? Dad bod you don't golf like my pod dash shirt? 25. You don't like my azaleas? 25% off the hottest, sexiest. You'll guarantee to break whatever score you want to break if it's 100 or if it's 70. It's impossible to shoot over 100 in these, these shirts, I'm telling you. It's no, impossible. you can't. You cannot do it. Kyle and I are going to be twins because I got the legend shirt on the way. Nice. Nice. That's different than your box. Have you gotten the email yet, Kyle? For the box? I have not. Our box is coming this week, though. I looked it up. It said the second week of September, their uh, quarterly subscription box. I can't mm-hmm. wait to get it. It's a big surprise. I do know that it's supposed to be seasonal, so maybe we'll get some sweet layering pieces. They got everything. It's not just polos. They got layering pieces. They got joggers. They got shorts. They got everything. So joggers. if they put a pair of joggers in there, I'm going to be pretty fired up. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to be so fired up yes. to see you wear joggers. You're, if I get them, you're probably going to get them too. So Dude, if you hit work. a dinger in joggers, you're the you're the man. That's it. You're done. <laughs> that is the uh, that is the uh, epitome of male maleness, right there. <laughs> Just hot blooded American male in joggers pounding at three twenty. Hello, I'm Kyle Rush, and welcome. Absolutely, wow. absolutely. So, uh, but enter your code. Be sure to enter your code so you can get that discount, yeah, man. Dabai Golf Pod dash twenty five, and you get uh, the discount even on stuff already on sale. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell people that. Not or not, supposed to, do. probably not. But hey, they didn't tell us that they didn't we tell couldn't. us not to. So they didn't tell us not to, and they didn't tell us that we could. So, but we are. So absolutely. we're just doing until they tell us to stop doing that. Sweetrollsgolf.com uh with a, by, with a z dad by 20 take 20 percent off your order they have mm-hmm. awesome putter grips nate's got one on the way nate what do you got on the way uh the hula girl no hula doubt girl. kyle told me that it was so nate That's i don't know what that totally means nate. but totally yeah nate. hula girl's gonna be hawaiian. rocking this week you have a hawaiian look to you it just kind of felt like uh kind of felt That'd like it. it's the short thank you <laughs> i don't have yeah, any on so, right now sweet roll, sweetrollsgolf.com dad by 20 take 20 percent off your order uh, we appreciate it. Like I said, episode 43, we'll be back again tomorrow. Make sure to rate, subscribe, review on the Apple podcast app, more reviews, more rate, uh, good, uh, ratings. So to speak. I guess that's what mm-hmm. more ratings, more you got reviews, it. You got it. better. We'll show up in search, uh, search results. Yes. So make sure you go do that. Leave a funny one. We'll read it online. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, yep. YouTube, subscribe oh. to our YouTube channel. Yes. Gummit. We need to get tell more a friend to subscribe to our tell a friend, channel. tell a friend, send this show right now on yes. YouTube to someone and say, Hey, subscribe Smash to this show because I want to live chat these dudes while they're doing this. So especially if yes. they're into golf, we're the only daily bot. Da- I was going to say daily. Go- um, Good gracious bod. guys. Oh, Come the- on now. <laughs> yeah. Only daily golf podcast out there. We're wearing Just- pants, Nate. I'm sorry. It's, it seems to affect us. Uh, we yeah, apologize. Well, free legs, free speech. Come on with it. <laughs> that got me alright guys we'll catch y'all tomorrow dad bod golf pod always, always broken. broken you've been listening to the dad bod golf pod always stroking thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a 5 star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.